0: Welcome to Gardening Talk back on Two When You Are FM. Greg Richard, joined by Judy Sharp. Great to see you back in the studio, Judy. And you've brought a couple of books with you this week.
1: Oh, well, you know, you never know lo- what questions you're going to get, do you, no you, no, you don't. No, you don't.
0: If, if, if we did, that'd be great. <laughs> 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 what have you got for us this week, Judy?
1: Oh, just a couple of things we can talk about. Mealybug's bugs bad. Um, we need to talk about people have pulled Port- planted poppies on Anzac Day. And um, indoor plants need a bit of treatment. And of course, as you and I have just spoken about, those nasty white curl grubs are around.
0: I'll tell you about what I found <laughs> during the weekend. <laughs> I actually dug up one of my chili trees because I, I had not fruited in years. I thought, I'll just see what the problem is and I think he told me to just dig up a bit of soil and curl grub, thousands of them.
1: Thousands. I, don't don't
0: if, I ended up having to rip the whole plant out and I, don't know, I think yeah, I got the whole pot and just threw it on the driveway, raked it all out and let the birds go for them. But there was heaps. It was too many to flick out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but why didn't you put them in a bucket and put boiling water over them? Oh,
0: I thought, just help the birds out, getting the, get the birds good books. But
1: did the birds come and eat them?
0: I don't know. They weren't. They didn't come when I was there. So I'm wishing after I went <laughs> they inside, they probably
1: realised they're going to get curl grub in their belly.
0: Not, not what that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I know. They've actually, Greg. At the moment, that would be every second question we're getting at work all the time. Yep. The curl grubs.
0: So they're they're around everywhere.
1: Oh yeah, and people um, really don't understand. It's the beetles, and particularly Christmas beetles. And then the cycle rolls on yep. after that, you see. But uh, we- well,
0: the Christmas beetles sound so nice, though. It's...
1: I know they do, don't they? <laughs>
0: but they're not good at all.
1: Well, not if they leave us with that curl grub. No. Yucca, yucca, But we've, um, we've got an old horse trough in the little park next to the nursery, and I decided to replant it only yesterday. And in one section, there are three sections in the one I was replanting, as soon as I put the trowel in and turned it over, there they were, mm-hmm. all different sizes. So they got hit straight away with carbrol.
0: Right. So that's what I should have done.
1: That's what you should have done.
0: Well, and besides putting it into a bucket with boiling, boiling water. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you know, it's nice to be cruel,
2: isn't it?
0: Nice. Well, they don't, they don't look... They're, they're quite disgusting little bugs.
1: They are. They're not...
0: Or grubs, I should say.
1: They're not. Um, and I had one earthworm and I rescued him.
0: And oh, put good. him in
1: the other part I of it. Yeah. Because I thought, oh, I reckon those curl grubs would even eat him. <laughs> <laughs> Nasty things they
0: are. But yeah, they all have the roots. Even though I pulled the plant out from the roots, all have the roots on it. and Yeah. And you've had buggers. trouble
1: with that chili for a while. Yeah.
0: So I'm hoping, I've replanted it. I'm hoping it might come good.
1: Yeah. Well, they've probably laid their eggs. Don't forget. I st- I'd still carburel them.
0: Yep. Okay. Well, I use fresh soil, but still carburel as well, do you reckon? I would. Okay. Yep. And we've got Margaret from Wakefield. And she's got a grass tree that seems to be being eaten at the moment.
1: Gee, Margaret, that's a problem, isn't it? What is eating it, do you think? Well,
3: uh, I don't know, Judy. There's nothing. There's no, well, I don't know, maybe rabbits. I don't know. Do you think possums? We do have a, I just got have got a family of brush possums. Do you think they could, just at the leaves, they used to be long, like, a couple of feet long, (laughs) three feet long. Now they're about a foot and they're all starting to go brown on the edges. I don't want to lose it.
1: (laughs) No, but I I mean, I don't think it would be tasty for creatures to eat a grass tree.
3: No, well, I wouldn't think that. But the leaves used to be long and now they look like they're dying off.
1: Yeah, Yeah. look, I'm wondering, Margaret, maybe you might have uh, scale on that grass tree, and it gets very deep down where the shoots are. Oh, okay. So you know what scale looks like, of course.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh, yes. And you can treat that, which is what we're hoping for. Uh, Yeah. You don't want to lose it. Uh, Look, I don't think it would be a creature. I think it probably is something like a scale insect.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, because, you know, we've had all this. Rain and I thought, oh, you know,
1: it's not real good for it. It doesn't like all this. Rain. No, they don't like the rain. No, um, but you know, I mean, if it's going black, that could yes. mean that, um, you know, that it's got wet feet. But I think yes. I would honestly check for scale first. right down okay. where they shoot.
3: Oh, okay. So right inside the inside the the was Yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, definitely.
3: Oh, all righty. Okay, I shall try that.
1: And, you and if I... you see scale, well, then you need malathon and white oil. Oh. Yep, yep. Okay. All righty, okay. Let's Thank know what know. happens, dear. Bye. I...
0: Okay, bye. We've got Ingrid from Bolton Point. She's got a question about dahlias. Is that Dalyas. right? Dahlias. <laughs> <laughs> I'll learn to read one day.
1: <laughs> Hello, Ingrid. How are you? I'm good, thanks, Judy. How are you? I'm very well. I always feel bad when I correct a young man at this age that I'm working with. But, you know, I mean, we've got to save oh, right. lives. They're an old
4: school
1: plant, aren't they, they are, yeah. So we'll forgive yeah. him today.
0: <laughs> we'll let him <laughs> thank, off. Thank you.
1: <laughs> if it was chilies, don't you worry. He knows all nah, about yeah. chilies. <laughs> now, what's the problem with your dahlias?
4: Oh, not a problem. They've just been absolutely wonderful this year, but we're going away for a little holiday. I'm just wondering when is I left them all in last year but I need to pull them up this year. When is a good time to pull up the tubers?
1: Uh, tell me, is the foliage dyed back?
4: I've cut it right back because the bottom bits were going black. Right. And I was still and the flowers are they're done.
1: Yeah, the flowers would be done but um you know, I always like the happening. foliage to die back naturally. But anyway, um, when are you going away? Uh, probably next week. Oh, okay. You haven't got much time. Uh, and you're sure they need digging up? You didn't um, split them last year or anything?
4: No, I didn't. I just They right. were in. They were gifted to me last year, so I put them in. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Uh, look, they, ma- they may be multiplying without you digging up this year. Unless but could I
4: leave them in?
1: Look, I, I'm more inclined to say leave them in, uh, but if we're going to get too much rain, then, of course, bulbs will rot.
4: Yeah.
1: Uh, so you've got, you know, you're in a bit of a bind here, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're not going on a nice holiday and leaving them to die. Oh. <laughs>
4: I am going on a holiday. Oh, <laughs> I know. well,
1: okay. Let's take the chance and leave them in this year. All right. Yeah, okay. Okay. All right, I'll do that. Thank and, you. And hope we don't have too much rain.
4: Yeah.
1: Enjoy All the right. holiday, Ingrid. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye.
0: And we've got Shireen from Newcastle East, and she's got a question about banana passion fruit.
1: Oh, hello, Shireen. Are they still fruiting for you? Are you there, Shireen? Oh, yes, hello. Hello.
4: Hi, Hi Judy, it's Shireen. How are you going? Oh, I'm
1: very well, thank you. Very well. That's nice good. for you to call.
4: Yeah, it's been a while since we've seen each other. So I've got banana passion fruit vine, and I'm just wondering, did they go dormant and drop their leaves? No. 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 Okay.
1: All right. No. How, pro- How long have because... you had it in, do you?
4: Oh, just a couple of years, but I've got a neighbour that's been using Roundup and I'm just wondering if it's been affected by... One was killed last year after he'd done some poisoning next door. I'm just wondering if it might have been affected by overspray. Uh,
1: Well, it would be drift. He wouldn't have sprayed them, of course. Uh, But, you know, you can get drift. Uh, But banana or any kind of passion fruit has a, a limited life. Generally, two to three years is about that. All they get, and then you've got to plant a new one. So uh-huh. let's look at it this way, and uh, not condemn your neighbour. Let's let's um, <laughs> <laughs> let's think yeah, it maybe well, it was at its life option. end. Oh,
4: okay, I haven't even had any fruit off it.
1: Oh right, okay. Oh, that doesn't yeah. sound good, darling. But um, you know, well, why don't you give it a good hose off and try yep. and and hit it with some fertiliser around the bottom and see if you can just try and restore it somewhat.
4: Yeah, okay, otherwise, replace it with jasmine.
1: <laughs> All right, well, thanks very much. a bit different than a banana passion fruit, I mean. Yeah,
4: I know. But if I have to keep replacing it every two to three years, when I was growing up, my nanny had a big banana passion fruit vine down the backyard and we just used to, you know, get sticky eating it and I loved it. And so I've wanted one ever since. So, yeah, but it doesn't sound like I'm going to be able to keep on where I'm at.
1: No, darling, no. And you, yeah. I know where you are, and you get the salt up there too.
4: Yeah, I do. Mm, yeah. Is yeah. that going to affect it too, is it? Definitely,
1: definitely. Okay.
4: Yeah. Oh, you're such a wealth of knowledge. I miss you not being around. Thank you, Judy, and thank you, to RFM.
1: Oh, thank you for that message, Shireen. I appreciate it.
4: <laughs> you're welcome, my dear.
1: Bye.
0: We've got Dennis now from Spears Point, and he's got a question about Brussels sprouts.
1: Hi, Dennis. I love Brussels sprouts.
5: Yeah, so do I. Do you need to stake them, or do they just grow on the vine by themselves?
1: Oh, no, they do grow on the vine, but you're better off to strip off the lower leaves uh, when the bottom sprouts are small, um, and then you continue upwards, stripping off the leaves as the sprouts form.
5: Okay. Yeah. Does that yeah. sound
1: reasonable?
5: Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm le- legally blind, so I have a bit of trouble with looking at little things like that. But I just maybe I was I was just asking if I had to put a stake in and tie them up top of thing.
1: Yeah. Well, that would help. It will definitely help sustain the sprouts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is important that you do strip off the lower leaves to encourage development of the actual fruit, a okay. uh, vegetable, <laughs> definitely not a fruit, it's a vegetable. And yeah. um, uh, maybe you could get someone, your next-door neighbour just to check on it every now and then for you, Dennis?
5: Yeah, I, I, li- I live in a block of units. I'll ask one of the people
1: in there to, yeah. to just
5: give me a bit of a hand.
1: Yeah, no, because they are worth growing, they are lovely aren't they, they're great, yeah, great it, vegetable. It, it, yeah. Yes, but it. certainly stake it and tie it up if, you know, you feel that that would be better and yeah. uh, just get your neighbour to check every now and then and take off some of the lower leaves. Okay,
5: alright. And also while you're there, I've I got a um, passion fruit plant, but something's eating the leaves
1: Right, OK. Have you got any possums around? No. No possums? And it's only the leaves they're eating?
5: Yeah, they're just eating the, the leaves as they grow on there, some of them. But, yeah, there was a lot of little black ants on there, and I sprayed them with some stuff and uh, they're gone, but there's still something eating the, eating the leaves.
1: Yeah, well, see, if there was... was um, uh, the, that sounds a little bit like scale on it.
5: Right.
1: And, uh, you know, if your eyes aren't really, uh, clever enough to see the scale, you might need to be spraying it with something. So, again, I'd get someone just to have a look for you. Uh, yeah. and uh, maybe ring up next week and let us know what, what they saw on the, um, passion fruit.
5: Reading, just leaving all holes in the,
1: in the leaves. Oh, well, see, that might... That could just even be a grub. Yeah. Yeah, so I think you need a bit of closer observation from someone and uh, give us a ring back next week and we might be able to give you some information about what to spray it with.
5: All right, thank you very much for your time.
1: I thank hope that patient. helps, Dennis. It yeah, will, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank
0: you. Bye-bye. And we've got Cheryl, who's seemingly got a lot of questions for us.
1: (laughs) Hi, how are you going?
0: (laughs) Very well, thanks, Cheryl.
6: Okay. Now, I do have a couple of questions. Now, number one, I was cleaning my back shed out for the council pickup, and I nearly collapsed because I found two containers marked $110 each. I did buy three, I remembered later, but I've got two left because when I connected, it's one of those where you connect your hose to, and then it's supposed to do the, you know, like spray out. But when I when I d- use the one, the first one, I don't know what happened. For for a few moments, it was spraying out some white something white, and I thought, oh, good, it's coming out now. But the rest of it didn't come out like that, and I was. <laughs> I was there forever and left with um, probably half a can of the poison. So I guess the weed and feed, so I guess it didn't work. And I don't know whether it's because I've got plastic fittings on my hose um, or I'm holding it on the wrong way, but I followed the instructions and I can't do that hose on the container thing.
1: Right, okay. So what was the weed and feed for? Was it for the lawn or for the lawn? Yes, because I've
6: got quite a big yard. I've got um, uh, about a third of an acre and the house is not big. So I like to have a nice garden and lawn. Don't ask me about the housekeeping. That's another thing. But I like (laughs) to have a nice garden and lawn. Um, That's very important to me. People say, oh, you must have um, your house lovely inside. Your garden's beautiful. So I'll be happy with that. So anyway, um, what do you you suggest?
1: Look, I'm suggesting that $110 sends a lot of money for lawn, weed and feed. Yeah. So you've definitely got lawn, weed and feed.
6: Um, well, it's one of those ones. I didn't go out the back and get the container. I didn't throw them out. They're probably too old to use now anyway. But, yeah, well, um, that's, I just that, wonder...
1: that's perhaps why. Um... Oh, no, no, they were fresh initially. Oh, they were fresh initially, oh, yes. right,
6: right, yes, yeah. The first one I used was fresh, but, but I, I don't know. I just can't seem to be able to do it for some reason.
1: Well, I, in my mind, I can see the top on one of those uh, particular... Um, Uh, Mm. plastic uh, dispensers, and I would find that that they're a little bit difficult myself.
4: Mm. Uh,
1: But you're better off, uh, to be honest, I never recommend weed and feed because I think you've got to use, you're better off to use something like bindi and mix it up and spray it around, get a good spray yourself, Oh, yes, I've got... I've I've used Bindai with success, yes. Yes, and then you do your feeding after oh, they, okay. the weeds die down.
6: What's the best thing for... Um, oh, yeah, look, I forgot about the Bindai and I've got that. Well, um there you the go. What's the best um, buffalo, Sue Walter, um, for this time of year?
1: Oh, look, at this time of year, you're not going to get a lot of growth by feeding anyway, do you?
6: Well, I tell you what I have noticed. I went out this morning... And I have, the council have kindly put, uh, raised the road 50 centimetres in front of me. And I didn't, I am low lying, but I didn't have any water problems at all. But now the water from the houses behind me come down through my property. But whereas it used to go in the gutter before, now it's got to go up in the air 50 centimetres. So I have constant wet front and backyard, which is a real pain. I've lost a lot of plants actually because they've been, they've been rotting um, which is really
1: disappointing. Um, Might be time to ring the council.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love ringing the council there, I? about problems. But, but what, I, I notice I've got soft uh, pla- uh, weeds that... Um, I mean, I'm 76, so I've got weeds that I have never seen before. Look, they're everywhere. All different weeds. I have probably about eight different weeds. And some of them, as I say, I've never seen them before. Well, they could Um, be coming
1: through on the water, but you've got the ideal answer there in your garage, the bin Okay, all right. Let's get rid of the weeds first. And then when spring comes, use a proper lawn fertiliser. And bin dye wouldn't do winter grass, would it? No, but you can buy winter grass killer. And it is now is the time to do it. Yeah. You don't leave it any later because once those little white heads on the grass drop the seed, you get double the amount next year.
6: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot. Um, And way too much big an area to weed by hand. Okay, now, I did buy some very good quality top dressing from a soil supplier that I had used before over the years and had great success with but this time... I don't know whether... I want my lawn dead level because I've got a big enough area at the back of the house to put a tennis court. So um, I put the top dressing down, but it actually... I mean, there wasn't that many humps and bumps, but it actually has killed the grass underneath. And and it all went... the, the, The top dressing went crusty on the top. And it just sort of seemed to be not quite the right soil, but it was the top dressing that they recommended.
1: Look, um, maybe, did you put it on too thickly? Yeah,
6: well, that's what, how, how thick should I be able to put Oh, no, you've got to be able to, be able
1: to see the grass through oh, the no. top dressing. No, All Oh, right. well, you've got no. a problem,
6: I Okay, Cheryl. we've answered two. <laughs> I know, now, we've answered more than two.
2: Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay,
6: now... One um, more question. Three actually, we covered the winter grass too. Now, <laughs> I have got this pennywort... And it is driving me nuts, and I have got to get rid of it. You know the penny ward, I mean? Yes. Okay, now, because I've got Sir Walter, I actually, as crazy as this may sound, but I have my moments, I sat with a very strong poison um, that is a commercial product that you can't just buy over the counter at, say, Bunnings, and I hand painted the leaves.
1: Okay, that's the way to go. Oh no! Is that the only way? Yes, it is. Oh dear! All right, questions answered. <laughs> okay. Good luck with it, Cheryl. Oh, Ring us back and let thing. us know. Right. Oh, can you spell?
6: Can you spell the white grub thingo? What was the name of it? Carbrel.
1: C-A-R-B-A-R-Y-L.
6: Oh, okay. Oh, that, well, I wouldn't have known that. Okay. Now, very quickly, when I had because now I've got the wet soil, I have to put a lot of my plants in tubs. So when I pulled out a cycad the other day, I spoke to you once before about me selling cycads, I had a beautiful cycad that was about 60 centimetres in diameter, showpiece, but it looked sick. So I took it out of the pot, and I guarantee I pulled out 30 30 of these white grubs. But a lot of them were right down deep. So
1: if I put this carb, uh, whatever. Carboral, carb. You're going to mix it up in water and pour it through. Well,
6: well will it get right down to the bottom? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, and it, it won't hurt any plants at all? I've no, got no not band. at all.
1: No, oh, no, no. Trust Wonderful. me, I use it at the nursery all the time. Oh, good. Where's your nursery? Oh, at um, Bar Beach. Oh,
6: you're right away, away. Oh, my daughter has um, her in-laws up there. All right, okay,
1: thank you very, very much. Okay, good luck with it, Cheryl. Thank you, bye. Bye.
0: It's Gardening Talk back on 2NURFM, and we've got time for one more question. We've got Alan from Merriweather, and he's got a question about potted bromelads.
1: Hi, Alan. Will I correct him? Yep. <laughs> I uh, I said bromeliads. 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 <laughs> 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 oh, look, Alan, I'm really sorry to do that, Greg, but... Um, uh, you know, it's you nice enjoy. to... Well, he's only young, you see, and...
2: Um, I think you, I'll be older than you. <laughs> <for sure. laughs>
1: now, what can I help you with your bromeliads?
2: Well, I've got two uh, in a pot that have... There's got no foliage on, but there's a little, like, a grey sausage there. Will they come into any more foliage, or can I take... Uh, some plants out of the good pots and uh, replant them into the owl pots.
1: Okay, so I'll have these bromeliads flowered?
2: uh not really. I think they're more of a, the, uh, um, you know, like a grass-type plant, you know, that they don't seem to have come to any flower.
1: So. Right, OK. Well, look, I would split them up and uh, repot them into different pots. They probably might be just a bit pot-bound, Alan.
2: Yeah, well, I haven't touched them for years, you know. It's, yeah, I oh, know. It's you're... a big, big yeah. job when you get get old to lift the pots up and, you know, transfer it all. So.
1: Well, that's when you've got to call call out on your son or your grandson and say, help, help, <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my suggestion, dear. If you can just even get some help into uh, help you repot, that's the best way to go.
2: Mm. Ah, right here. Yeah. Good. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, yeah. Alan. Thank you for the call. Good.
2: Thank you.
0: Bye. Cheers, thanks, Alan. It's Gardening Talkback. Judy Sharp. We've nearly run out of time for another week, but it's got a few more minutes up our sleeves. We started the hour with curl grub, but. Ending with another grub, mealybug.
1: Mealybug, mealybug, mealybug. Have you ever had it?
0: Well, I, I don't think so. It looks Not like, personally. It
1: looks like rice. <laughs> well, it doesn't affect us humans. Oh, okay, good, good. Thank you. Um, you. It looks like a lot of people come in and describe it as being rice or flour. Okay. And it's a very small insect and you can hardly see their little feet. And they generally get right down in the depth of a plant Um and they really can destroy them, mainly on indoor plants, and they're a real problem. Yep. So, um, you know, just keep an eye out and see if you've got mealybug. Um, if you're not sure, well, just um, send us a photo in. Okay. That's a good idea, isn't if it? If you do that,
0: gardening at 2 Yeah. I think that's right.
1: Yeah. And uh, if that's the case, well, then I'd be suggesting you spray with malathon and white oil mixed together. Mm-hmm. And you often get mealybug... On plants you wouldn't want to lose, particularly inside your house plants.
0: Yep, so they're more common inside than out.
1: Well, no, no, it just just depends. You know, depends on the weather. They love the humidity, oh, so yep. we get them on outdoor plants during the humid weather, yeah. and uh, then they'll vacate to inside probably.
0: Fair enough for they'll, the winter. They're movers. <laughs> they so, are. so they're little.
1: They're not as big as your finger or your fingernail. Yep. Yeah. They're um, very, very small, and you can hardly see their little feet on them. But as I said, most people will come in and describe it as being flower on their plant.
0: And it's okay.
1: So that's a good way to describe right.
0: it. If they got flower, it look, looks like flower.
1: Flower on your plant.
0: <laughs> All right, Judy Sharp. Anything else you got before you go?
1: Oh, uh, look, you know a lot of um, our listeners would have planted poppies last Tuesday yep. on Anzac Day, and they need to give them a little bit of lime because they like alkaline soil um, and the other thing I want, would like to see everyone doing at the moment is with their hard leafed indoor plants start wiping them over and shining them with white oil. Now the reason you do that Greg is because it wipes the dust off broadleaf yep. plants and it also prevents any scale insects but boy, yep. it makes them look terrific.
0: It gives a nice shine up. Oh, yeah. I don't think you did that with plants. You shined them up. But...
1: Yeah, but only hard leaf plants or big leaf. Yep. Not, you know, don't, no don't spray it on your maiden here, listeners. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, only the really big broad leaf plants.
0: All right. That's all we have to worry about.
1: Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Greg, for having me. Very interesting day today.
0: It was some very interesting questions we had. Of course, you've got any questions, I guess, next week? I think it's Scott. I think it's Scott next week, okay. It is Scott, yes. The rotating chairs are going at the moment. Guarding <laughs> talk back on 2NURFM.
2: Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.